You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by John and Chris this evening. Right guys? Ah, no bad, champion. Joy. I see what you did there. Still my right, I'm alright. By the way, see at the start there, you sounded as if you were going a bit robotic. Maybe it's your turn. The gremlin has been passed on to you. My internet's not been brilliant today, I've got to say. But, well, hopefully. It sounds good to me. That's all that matters, is it not? Should it alright to me as well? John, if, if you well. go missing this time, you're gonna, uh, I'm going to have to dock your wages. <laughs> uh, I might just, I'll just maybe say just now, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll speak to you next week, just in case. Just in case. In case I meant, uh, in case I missed the end of the podcast. Okay, so oh, I'll, I'll put that in there. <laughs> uh, right. Well, we've got a, a positive weekend, uh, not for Chris's reasons, but we've got a positive weekend for the charity bet. The, the first scorer came in. Rory McAllister scored first against Queens Park and won us twenty-five pound for the charity pot. I'm going to dispute that comment. I, I believe Rory McAllister was my pick, so as far as I'm concerned, that is positive for my reasons. Charity right. first. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to be selfish and say the positive was all about Celtic. Oh, well, from, from my perspective, yeah, that's good. But from a from charitable perspective, it's another £25 in the, the, the coffers. So, so always good. You've done your bit, Chris. Uh, Rory McAllister's going first £25 and Greg let us all down. Couldn't even beat Kamarnak. <laughs> you know I don't, what? I don't, I don't know if it was Greg that let us down. I'm going to defend uh, Greg because Greg was playing. No, well, Greg was also giving us pelters for selecting Mother in the first place. And he we was. Went, oh no, they get they always beat Kamarnak. They've got a great record against the bottom six. And, and to be f- us, we put a kibosh on it. Uh-huh. I think. Uh, well, to be fair, Hamilton also bought it. So they did. They I'm, ended up drawing. I'm, aye. I'm just aye. blaming the entire area of Warwickshire. Then. Aye, that's pretty fair though. That's oh, fair. I know that includes like Albion Overs and stuff, but tough. Collateral damage. <laughs> I didn't even check did I pick from the previous week. A couple of weeks when the day I won at the weekend. I never even seen. Never noticed. No. So the total's now sitting at two hundred and eighty seven pounds and twenty eight. Oh, we're getting close to the three hundred. It's good. Right. It's another, good. Another we win and we'll probably can get over that uh, line. Well, we'll get over that this week. Hopefully. I think so. I think so. Aye, I've got a first scorer bet, John. I was gonna go straight in. And go with go with my pick, which is Rory Loy. Sticking with the Rory's. To score first for Falkirk. They are playing Cowdenbeath. Falkirk are sitting third in the league. Cowdenbeath are sitting bottom. Rory Loy's doing really well in terms of goal scoring in the league. He's got sixteen goals. So I think it's a I think it's a good shout. Uh, Beath are second bottom. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the they're beats are still get a lot in their sights as far as that uh, trying to avoid the playoff spot goes, but then equally Falkirk, they're six points behind the leaders, but they did beat Dundee at the weekend, so still open, I think. Yeah, but I I think so, it was... wasn't Rory Lloyd that scored at the weekend, it was Mark Beck. So. Aye. I think we'll be alright with that. I think it's a, a fairly safe one. And then what we'll do is we'll have a look at the matches later on, just in case there's anyone jumps out in the predictions. Basically, what we'll do is we'll just take Chris's predictions and then put bets on them. Aye, <laughs> I heard you did well last week. Oh, I, I, I got three correct scores out of the six games. Oh, and good. if it wasn't for Billy King, I'd have had four. Aye, bloody King Billy. Ruining it for everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going there. <laughs> ah, well. See, yeah, we'd have even brought that up, Chris. It was, you know. Joking. Well, surely, surely his parents knew. Surely they, they knew. Yeah. That's ah, when they named them. <laughs> it's not as if it's a secret, you know. Aye. Right. So we'll discuss the rest of the charity bet later on. Right, we might as well start with the, the Premiership games that were on because there was quite a lot on over, like, since the last podcast because we, we had midweek games and before we came on the podcast we were discussing whether we'd watched the highlights and unfortunately I think I got to see some of the goals from the Celtic game because that was on sports scene on Sunday night. But other than that, no, I've not seen any of the games. So I'm going to struggle to comment on them. Uh, yeah, I've never seen anything last midweek either. I don't have BT Sport, so 
Uh, I never saw any of it. And I well, know the... I should have went to the pub maybe to watch the Aberdeen game, but the Celtic game was the Manchester derby. Uh, well, what was the Celtic game on Sky? Ah, the, the Celtic game oh, was on Sky and uh, the, the Aberdeen game was on BT Sport. So fortunately I watched them both and to be honest I thought Ross County were robbed because they had a perfectly good goal chalked off in the first half for what was a shoulder challenge and the referee blew up for a free kick. Um, but they did take the lead uh, eventually in the first half and then uh, Aberdeen did fight back pretty well in the second half. Had to post a couple of times and eventually managed to get the equaliser but of course equaliser wasn't enough to stop Celtic being able to win the league in midweek which uh, obviously they did and uh, some sort of well 5-1 sounds like it was easy but from what I seen in the first half it was uh, Celtic took the lead in the first like, few minutes of the game and probably on top of this one in the first 10 minutes with this looking back into it pretty well so by half time only leading 1-0 you're thinking well it's still a way, long way to go in this game and then we scored a couple of goals in the early in the second half and that just killed it off uh, Liam Henderson getting his first goal for Celtic that was good to see I thought it was a double dummy for the, I think it was Stokes and then Griffiths left it to him it was a, a good composed finish and uh, Stefan Johansson got his goal as well second time in a week he got a, a goal uh, Sasso did pull one back when Van Dijk made a complete mess here <laughs> just, just a long high ball that he kind of misjudged entirely which isn't quite like him but uh, that seemed to... Celtic were almost cruising at 3-0, so it went to 3-1. They kind of upped the gear again. Samaras came off the bench, set up both of the, the other goals. Stokes' goal for the fourth one is an absolute cracker. Uh, and, well, Chris Commons has to get the score sheet at some point, I suppose. So, uh, five and then big, big title celebrations at the end as well. Aye. was that? Uh, we pitch invasion of them. <laughs> good old-fashioned uh, celebrations. Uh, we were off. discussing that on the, on the forum. Chris, and, and you seem to be all for uh, pitch invasions. Is uh, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm all for them. I'd say there's, I don't think there's much harm in them. Yeah, I, I mentioned uh, that I think it's, it's okay, but unfortunately it's a, a small minority that, that's, that can ruin it because I think that the players, it becomes unsafe uh, for the players because you just don't know who's going to be coming on the pitch. One set of fans come on, they maybe the other set of fans get upset. They could come on, and I know we don't see this very often, but I just think the stewards just couldn't handle it if too many decided to enter the pitch. Uh, to be honest, I think the steward was pretty poor in, in the game because for, I, I don't even understand why they were stopping the, the Celtic players going over to the fans in the first place. But it seemed to call them back quite a distance, and that's almost what seemed to spark it off with the. Well, there was a ring of stewards around the. The, the pitch just in case uh, the Celtic fans wanted to invade but they, they clearly didn't do their job properly and the Celtic fans were able to break through en masse that kind of thing you can get in trouble for in, in European competition I don't know I don't know what uh, domestically whether anything's done I, I doubt it because it happens quite regularly at the, the end of the season anyway yeah you, you see it I'm going to the playoffs a lot oh have you ever seen Italy on the last day of the season in Italy when the pitch invasions and like, the fans are like taking the players kit off them usually the <laughs> The Aye. players end up just going off in their underpants because the, the supporters have just nicked all their kit. I've seen they the players I mean, I think it's a, a ritual. run away as if it, as soon as it happens. Run away it as if they're scared. It used to be a regular thing at Fur Park. It used to, like, every last home game of the season, you'd have the Motherwell fans running out in the park. It was a regular thing. And they seemed to stop one year when I think one Egypt ran up and kicked. I think it was Ross Wallace, the Celtic yes. at the time. Yeah, I remember and that, was that. That, that was that. That killed it off entirely. One guy ruined it for everybody. Right, so you're right. least, I suppose you're right from that perspective. There is always oh, an idiot. It was, that was a Motherwell game. It was a Motherwell game as well. What was Greg up to, I wonder? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Maybe it was Greg. <laughs> Maybe need to Google that. No, I aye, is that, that type of guy, isn't he? No, he's not really like that. It's just a wee joke. <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. Oh, you're no, not he's, done, he's, he's got plenty of previous for, for football <laughs> hooliganism. That's oh, where he is tonight. He's still in the cells. <laughs> a bit angry for after the weekend perhaps that's another another lawyer's letter coming in this week what for Craig <laughs> aye from within the podcast aye either that or he'll just send the boys round tomorrow aye it's alright Craig no. doesn't listen when he's known aye aye he's, he's relaxing in the house he's got chores to do too busy chores to do is he still injured he is still injured aye he didn't play football today aye he's a wuss oh. he's a wuss he, Aye, so I, I didn't watch any of the games, so I can't really 
I'm sorry, I can't really comment on on anything really that went on, other than I thought it was a wee bit uh, funny to see Celtic celebrating uh, when the fans weren't there. Oh, it's a bit weird because obviously they came out eventually after the the, the stadium had cleared because they apparently they told the fans they weren't coming back out. Yeah, just a, a wee white lie there to make sure they cleared off so they could come out and celebrate in front of nobody. Seems a bit pointless. But we'll come back to pointless celebrations when we talk about Saturday. Aye, well, <laughs> oh, I think that it's, it's good to, to celebrate. I don't think you should be put off, whatever the, the stewards or whatever say. No, but they were celebrating in the, the dressing room anyway, so... Oh, I have seen the pictures. The pitch? I'd much rather see a picture of Mosny with his top off rather than Brun. Maybe a top over his head. He's, he's not exactly a looker as Mosny. <laughs> No, he's oh, a handsome that's... devil. <laughs> this is terrible, this PVC website nowadays. Where's the top goal scorers? Can't find them. You can't, it's shocking. Because I was just thinking, oh, Adam Rooney scored again. That was good for Aberdeen. He's got, I think, seven goals now for us. Oh, he's off the, the top scorer list I'm looking at. Aye, but he's no far off being our top goal scorer, actually. He's only been there since January. McGinn's got ten. Aye. Aye, he had double fires at the weekend. Finally Aye, that's his first yeah. goal in three months. That's not bad, eh? No bad. I'll tell you what's really good. That was a really top good. scorer for last season as well. See, if you look at uh, whoscored.com, they've got a top oh, scorers. But then what's also good is it tells you their contribution towards uh, the team's overall goals. Oh, right. So, so for example, Commons has got 23 goals, but that's only 29%. Uh, Boyd, 19 but. Uh, it's forty six percent, things like that, and Stevie May, Billy Mackay are forty five and forty four percent. So it, it adds a wee bit of weight to how important they are to the team. It's funny yeah. that because we we always get the impression Chris Commons is very important to our team, and the, with his goal scoring. But if he's only scoring, he's not even scoring what, one out of every three. Whereas you're talking about the likes of Boyd and Mackay and people like that, and they're scoring nearly half the goals. Yeah, even Stephen Thompson's only thirty one percent. For some Let's get some don't even score that many. <laughs> right, where do I get these? I'm trying to find these statistics on there. Oh. Just to, to finish up the... Oh, the, aye, that's quite good, aye. St. Johnson beats St. Mirren 1-0, so that was still good news for Hearts at the time. Because uh, St. Mirren were chasing a point before Hibs could have the chance to really get Hearts on Sunday there. Uh, and on Wednesday night, Dunn United beat Inverness 2-1. So Dunn United start, just starting to catch up with the, the second and third spot. In the league. Aye, they've got a second win I think too many people were bigging them up when they were winning by the they're scoring four goals every game. Uh, I think perhaps it went to their head a wee bit. And, but I they're definitely coming in there now at a good time in the season mm-hmm. because we're definitely gonna Motherwell's gonna be looking over their shoulder at United. I think Aberdeen are, are a bit too far ahead, especially with the game in hand. But I think Motherwell are gonna be thinking that the fourth spot's a, a possibility now. Ah, yes, it's certainly possible. Uh, well, you would think, well, Dunedin United are only three behind Motherwell, but they've played a game more. Mm-hmm. So there, there's still a chance they can make third spot, or even second spot. Um, but you'd think Aberdeen's probably still favourite for that at the moment. Yep. But, um, just, I mean, speaking in uh, hitting form at the right time, Ross County have managed to take a draw off both Aberdeen and Celtic this week, which isn't bad when you're in a, a, a fight to avoid the playoff spot. Ah, you beat that's, a bad record. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, it's, it's good to... That's points they wouldn't have really been expecting to pick up otherwise. So, I mean, they'll be looking at the, the games in the, when the, when the, after a split to try and pick up points more often. But taking any points you can get off the, the teams at the top has got to be good. Good be bonus. Yeah, nothing can happen down there now. Well, uh, one of the big games uh, down there was Hearts versus Hibs. Fast forward a wee bit to the Sunday game. But Hibs looked woeful. And Aye. losing that 2-0... It's just it sucked them back into a, a, a playoff relegation battle, which they were already in. To be honest, we discussed this about last week, but but now they're they're right in there, and some of the fans throwing on scarves at the end of the game. I think that that they sense that as well. That's always not rosy. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I mean, I, I sat and watched. I've seen the first half of the the Edinburgh derby on Sunday, and I've been fortunate with Celtic because we've played the teams that are all fighting the playoffs just in the last few weeks, come on, not Ross County, Partick Thistle and St Mirren. And although we thumped Partick Thistle 5-1 in the end, they weren't that bad, especially in the first half. St Mirren looked a lot better than their 11th place suggests. Ross County obviously took a point off us. I know we were a bit below par on Saturday there, but Ross County still looked really well organised. 
and a Kilmarnock, well, it's three goals for Chris Commons that won it, but that was on the second half. Again, Kilmarnock at least gave us a bit of a game without really troubling our goalkeeper. So, I'll be honest, I think of the four teams we've played recently, Kilmarnock's the one that's impressed me the least, but none of them are anywhere near as bad as I've seen the Tubs. Tubs are just rotten at the moment. It's, yeah. it's the goals then, they just they can't score goals. And see, they could end up in a position, see last weekend, Partick Thistle, well, Kilmarnock, actually, Ross County, Kilmarnock, Partick Thistle and St Mirren are all playing at home last weekend. Um, so, say they were all to win, then it's uh, it's not looking too good for Hibs, and they've got, Hibs have got uh, Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and that's Monday. And the Monday, yeah. And the televised so, game. BT. Oh, telebots. Yeah, I might try and venture out for that one. Yeah, could very well get dragged into that relegation. Oh, well, playoff fight. It's I'm sure a bit unlucky eh, with the goal, the offside goal. I'm not saying uh, that that would have well, eh, got a point or, or better for them, but it was a, a pivotal point in the was, game when it was 1-0 to Hearts. I, I, I would say it was an absolutely horrendous decision from the, the, the linesman, who I can only assume didn't see that Hearts player running virtually off the line. It wasn't even as if he was running fast. You know how sometimes you get them with no. the players cross... And you think, and it looks really close in real time, but when you see it uh, yeah, in the replay, it's not. This was a, a slow motion. This was easy to spot for us, anyway. Yeah, the the, the problem I've got with it, though is everyone seems to have missed. Hearts also had the ball in the net in the first half with the same linesman and were wrongly flagged offside. Now it was a lot tighter than the one that Hibs had chalked off, and you could argue the Hibs defence had already stopped because it was given for offside. But there was still a good chance Hearts could have made something in that, that position had the offside flag not been shown. So, for me, they've both had a goal ruled out. And if Hibs had taken in for that game, it would have been daylight robbery anyway. Yeah. I, I went into that thinking uh, it would have been nice to see a Hibs win, but I was more of a neutral and I, I switched near the end when uh, Billy King scored. I liked how he rounded the keeper and then he almost fell over. <laughs> he managed to steady himself. I liked that. Wow. I was almost willing it to go in. Uh, despite not not supporting Hearts, but just I thought it was nice. I thought it was good we to get him. Ian Murray and Craig Gordon in as guests for the sports yes. scene. It's that almost as if they thought about that, yeah. Planned yeah, it. Well, having said that, I did see Greg moaning about what uh, Ian Murray was saying about uh, Vigors from Mullerwell. <laughs> he seemed to think he did quite a good season, and uh, well, Greg would disagree with that. Although I did suggest to Greg maybe he should try and sell to Dumbarton. <laughs> Aye, Murray, it's been, it's been a while since I've seen him on the telly. Craig Gordon as well. Normally Gordon comes out when there's uh, when he's touting himself for our new club. But it's a bit late in the season for that. Well, did you not see the end of sports scene? No, what, I didn't. You literally did sat with him with a CV. This is what Craig Gordon has done. He's fit now. Can we get this man a club? Oh, did they? Did they? Oh, Surely no, someone will take shocking. A, Surely someone will take a wee chance in this summer. Oh, pay him, I'll be pay as you play a deal. A wee pay as you play a deal would be a great bit of business. If you can get Someone's paid. got it. If you can get back to about anywhere near what he was before, then you've got a fantastic keeper. Was he hand. not at Dumbarton? Was he not uh, coaching or training with him? I'm sure he was. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he was early in the season. I still maybe get a chance at Barca. With Valdez out for six months, I hear. Aye, aye he's going to miss the World Cup. Aye, and that's him without a club as well. So aye, I think Craig Gordon can go there. Aye, I need to fight with Fraser Foster. Well, possibly. Possibly, aye. Never know. Hey. Foster gets a wee game in the World Cup. Might make a name for himself as well. Barcelona obviously know what he's like already. Oh, I don't know. Chance. I think the, the way Hart's playing, I think that I I think that his scares over in terms of the, the England spot. I can't aye, say that. I, I, I tend to agree. I think Hart's... That wee spell where Hart was dropped for a while. He's probably done him a world of good because he seems to have come back into form. Yep. Yeah. Although... although in a couple of weeks we'll see what he's like up against Suarez and that might sway things with the World Cup as well because obviously the England are playing Uruguay there's a big, ah, yeah, a big City big title decider possibly aye with their £90 home shirts oh for God's sake aye, I read about that this morning shocking <laughs> shocking just... who would pay 90 quid for a football jersey well apparently it's better than the £60 version because it's got more cooling in it or something Ooh. I don't know Oh, I've always been holes in it. Robotic again there, Craig. What are you saying, John? You were robotic again there on my light. No, John, it's you. It's your connection. (laughs) Uh, connection. Right, so on Saturday, I I didn't watch all the games. I I thought I watched the the Celtic 
Ross County game. Uh, probably the highlight of that for Celtic fans was the, the celebrations because Ross County looked really good in the highlights. No, just no. See this nonsense where we brought the players back out at the end of the game to stand in front of a sign and jump up and down and then they'll lap honour without a trophy. It's ridiculous. Why <laughs> did we even bother? That's fine when you clinch the league. If you clinch the league on that day, do that. That's great. Have fun. See if you don't clinch the league that day. Why are you bothering? My, my mate, that's a Celtic fan. He's a season ticket holder. He said that folk were booing on Sunday. On oh, there was a couple of folk actually booed at full time. Folk were booing. Two each. Uh, and, and folk left early as well. Kind of thing. So they didn't even... No one was really bored. No one was really bored about the celebrations. That, it was the worst game I've seen us play at home in ages. So Probably since the 1-0 win against Partick for this one New Year. They'd probably been out in the piss for a few days anyway. Oh, probably. Like... All that champagne uh, they were drinking during the week. So, Lee Griffiths was probably thinking towards the Sunday's game. Exactly. He had, he had attendance in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Aye. Aye, uh, there was, he was getting a lot of stick. He's uh, released... There's, well, he didn't release it, but there's a YouTube video of him yeah. singing a song against Hearts and he was obviously sitting in the stands and there was, seems to be a lot of criticism in his direction, but I don't know. I, I just think that he's... So what if he supports Hibs? I can't That's see what problem. the problem is. I have zero problem with... He's just, like Scott Brown was seen at a, a Hibs game a few months ago. It was the last season. I, Aye, Scott, Scott Brown's a Rangers fan, well-known with tattoo in his ankle. Aye, yeah, there's that. no problem there. I have no problem whatsoever with Scott Brown, Lee Griffiths, or whoever else being Hibs fans if they want to be. They've probably grown up that way. That's fair enough. Can't argue with that. As long as they're given 100% for Celtic... And it probably helps when we play Hearts. Because <laughs> if you ever notice that Scott Brown always seems to play just that wee bit better against Hearts than anybody else. And then Lee Griffiths has played against Hearts for Celtic once and scored. It was his first goal and he loved it. So, These guys are professionals. Yes, exactly. They can they set those feelings up. aside when they need to. Yep. And do their job. Can they uh, do? And aye, it's like when you play seven-a-side against your mates. Sometimes you end up in the team against your mates. You try that wee bit harder. There's that wee bit of, wee bit of bite there because you're playing against folk that you're that you're really close to, and you want to try that wee bit extra. So there's that as well. Yeah. I just I don't get the big deal. So what if he's out having a drink and enjoying himself? I, I'm sure that he okayed it with Lennon. I'm sure that he gave him the day off, uh, maybe the Monday morning off as well. I'm not sure. Well, that's it. We played on Saturday. We're not playing again till Saturday lunchtime coming. So he probably did have Sunday off back in training. Yeah. yeah well, this morning, probably. So I don't see any problem. He's perfectly entitled to go to a game of football if he wants. If I, if, I was a, if I was getting paid as a professional, I'd probably be at games as well, just watching. And if, I suppose if you enjoy your football, then you're going to go along. Especially if you grew up as a Hibs fan. You're going to go to a Hibs game, especially playing Hearts. Especially if you've got a chance to relegate them. And of course support because the only reason I had the chance to relegate my first place was because Marin drew two each member Inverness, which was my favourite of the, the, the three predictions I got right. <laughs> I, that, I went for a nil-nil. Ah, so a point. That's a point. That's not bad. A point, I was, I, I, was, I was quite happy with two each. That was, I was well impressed with that. Unfortunately, Muller were getting beat, screwed the bet, screwed my... Any chance I'd get any points off that in the predictor. I think well, I'll I had 2-1. I'll never get either. I had 2-1, but that was 2-1, mother. <sighs> Wrong way around. <laughs> and John said 9-9. <laughs> no, I didn't really. No idea. <laughs> uh, in case anyone's wondering why John's so quiet, it's because his internet connection's played up again and he's gone. <laughs> not sure if he's going to come back or not. Seems to have a lot of not it? does. Uh, he needs but to start paying the bills. Just, I mean, speaking of that Motherwell game, uh, did you watch the highlights of it in sports scene? Yes, I did, yep. Do you not think it was pretty much all Motherwell, apart from the goals? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And also they made reference to the fact it was over five minutes, over the allotted time. Oh, that nonsense again. Uh, well, no, I, I, agree, I agree that it is often nonsense and people are saying, oh, it's five seconds over the time and, and people forget or, or uh, people yep. think, oh, it's a substitution, so that is exactly 30 seconds. That's exactly <laughs> one minute if it's a goal. But I just the fact they mentioned it in commentary, I don't know if it went ten seconds over or two minutes over. But it may have been something that Motherwell fans were griping about. But I know that, that Greg wasn't 
No, because it's a minimum of five minutes they've indicated. That's it. It's, if the referee wants to play another 20 minutes after that, then fair enough. He's going to have to justify it to his bosses later, but you play to the final whistle. Yep. Oh, exactly. Exactly. But I thought Eremenko was a cheeky lob over the bar. Or it hit the bar, actually. I hit the bar. I that when I seen it leave his foot, I thought it was going miles over, but it just seemed to, it seemed to drop a lot quicker than I thought it was going in and hit the bar. It was nice, but it would have been easier to score, I think. Aye, I would think so, but wasn't to be. The type of guy he is, I suppose. Aye. Aye, so I think that's it for anything I wanted to mention. Aberdeen done the United, the, the new firm derby. Oh, sorry, the firm derby. And the firm, <laughs> aye. you predicted that, 1-1. I got that one right as well, yeah. Uh, Dunny United looked pretty good in the first half. Again, it was it's quite similar to what I'd seen with uh, the Ross County game on Tuesday night. It was Aberdeen keeps me fight back in the second half, and maybe because I won the game. But yeah, it's just good to see Aberdeen and Dunny United scrapping it out and giving us good entertaining football, which I think is something that's quite good at the, uh, in Scottish football at the moment. Is there's a lot of teams that used to play a lot of hoofball and now trying to get the ball down and play the passing game because Aberdeen play nice football Dan United play nice football St Mirren have been playing nice football late Ross County maybe wasn't so great on uh, Saturday but they certainly played a decent game against Aberdeen on Tuesday night Partick Thistle like to get the ball down and play at St Johnson like to get the ball down but most in the league now are, we're getting away from that bog standard rubbish Scottish football just hoofs the ball everywhere which is yep. good to see Aye, it's, it's taken a wee while to catch up and I think that the problem is really at youth level. It takes so long for that to come through. Yeah. But, but how often do you watch Scottish football and you see the, the goalie doing the big massive hoof up the park and the header returns and then another header and you're just like, look, I, I just long for the days when we can get the ball down and the keeper actually passes it out to, to a full back or a centre half and they actually want to pass it into the, the opposition's half rather than these yeah. silly hoofs. Well, I, I, we did actually see Celtic hoofing the ball towards the end of the game because we did that daft let's put Van Dyke up front when we were chasing the game. Like it when mattered. Like, like one each was ever going to ruin our season. Yeah. <laughs> hello? Was, hello, John, you're back. I am back. Hi. Just having a wee break there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Technical problems. Technical problems. I will... Uh, Something I was talking about at work today was <clears throat> during my allotted break, of course, uh, it was Celtic and how they dropped two points. I'll say dropped two points. They were playing at home against Ross County. But they dropped two points the weekend and I was thinking about their quest for 100 points. It's still on, but I wonder if that's, that's damaged that uh, too severely. So I think they can get 103 we get, points. We can now get 103 points, which is the, the top flight record at the moment, which Celtic set in uh, 2001 or 2. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so, tough, though. We need to win the remaining six games, or we won't even match that. And obviously, like, all six of those games are going to be against top six teams now because Dun United's a weekend game, and then it'll be after the split. Yeah. Every so, week uh, now, I'm thinking the positives for the split. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it at all. I don't like the split. But for some aye, reason, I don't lately, this will be a cracker. Aye, lately I'm thinking, oh, there's another positive. There's another one. We've got the relegation. Everyone's playing each other. It's all good. It's all going to be close. It's all going to be tight. Aye, I think I've changed. I don't like it. It's an entertaining league this season. Apart from Celtic running away with the title, there's mm-hmm. something something to play for for most of the teams. I think I think maybe Inverness and St Johnson are starting to get a bit of drift, so they don't really have much Aye. to play for it's good, They might be playing for fifth and six against each other. I wouldn't be surprised if St Johnson take it for Inverness. But yeah, Celtic have won the league. Aberdeen, Mullerwell, Down United still chasing second, third, and fourth. That's sort of any order. That could still be any order to be honest. Uh, then you've got the Hearts are down almost. Still not officially, but Aberdeen could delegate them in midweek. Uh, and then after that, Hibs. Six points ahead of St Mirren. It's it's still possible for it to be caught, but you kind of need everybody in that bottom half to be winning games. It isn't really possible if we go into this part. On form, Hibs are terrible. Yeah, on form, Hibs are going to two points up. in the last six. Yeah, it's it's whether Hibs have got enough. There's enough games left for Hibs to plummet far enough to finish in that second bottom spot, mm-hmm. which I, I'm I'm. 
It could happen, but I'm not convinced it will. Who's the favorite? Who's your favorite? Are you still sticking with who you said previously? That's going to be in the playoff spot. I think St. Mirren are probably the unluckiest. They don't. They, they seem to drop too many silly points. I think Ross County are going to get clear of it just the way they've been playing the last week or so. I think Thistle will probably manage to get away. Just uh, Kilmarnock will probably get Chris Boyd alone. We'll pull them away from it because he likes to score against the bottom half teams, which just leaves St. Mirren really. I think the the big thing will be the the fixtures when they get announced, the post fixtures. I think just to see see where the the big games are eh, to start things off. Yeah, they should have they had them announced by now. To be honest, because we've had this sorted for over a week now. Yes, a couple of weeks actually. They could easily have uh, fixtures. And how long does it take to speak to the TV companies and the polls? Yep. There's okay. a rumour going about that the fixtures have been sorted out, but they're just not releasing them yet. Ah, I've heard that rumour as well. Why is that? Don't know how true it is. Because the SPFL's run by a bunch of idiots. Which uh, I think in terms of as far as I'm as far as I'm aware at Aberdeen, I think we will end up with we'll have the eighteen home matches and twenty away matches. Because oh, I think yeah. in recent in, in recent seasons I think we've had the other way around but it's been in Barcelona, so we'll be due probably the other way around. But to be Somebody honest, I think that's maybe a better side. I think we're maybe a better side away from home than we are at home. SPL stats on Twitter drew up a, a fixture list a couple of weeks ago. It'll probably just be that. I'm pretty sure he was right last year. <laughs> but yeah, he, was, I, he, was, he was almost exactly right, I'm fairly sure. I think I remember that, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was talking to some, there was some folk I was talking to, I think, to Aberdeen fans as well, and we were, they were all saying they wouldn't mind too much the, what we were talking about last week, that Aberdeen were available last day of the season. Much as it would be a nervy encounter, I think it would be good if, the, if it's those two teams that are Still in contention on the last day of the season. I would, aye, I would hope so. That's the that would be the the, the prime fixture, wouldn't it? Well, they've yeah. done United can somehow drag himself into it so much better. But I think yeah, Aberdeen Mullow seems like the obvious final day fixture, and I think probably St Mirren and well, you would think Partick Thistle sort at of the moment just with us sitting, but whether that will happen, who knows? Yeah. I guess we'll just need to wait and see. I hope they get them out because at the moment I'm sitting here, I have no idea where my next home game is. Uh, see, see when I had my wee interval there when I was off but did you talk about the Aberdeen Dundee United game at all? Aye we, we touched on it yep. Well we touched can get on. your perspective on it because obviously I watched it in Alba so I, watched it, I managed to avoid the score I taped it and managed I think I managed to wait till about 11 o'clock to watch it just had to avoid all social media and all the internet um, and <laughs> All the internet After about 5 minutes after about five minutes, I was starting to think, oh, I wish I'd no bothered when I seen Dundee United scored. Um, but it turned out all right, I think. Actually, Aberdeen dominated the game. I don't know what Jackie Martin, what match Jackie Martin was watching. He seemed to think that was a fair result. Um, oh, the, just the, the highlights seem to indicate Dundee United started well and Aberdeen came into the game more and more and well, seemed to dominate the second half. It was quite similar to Tuesday night. Now, whether that's the case, I don't know, because uh, highlights can be a bit deceptive. Aye, they are. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say we had necessarily any kind of clear chances, but certainly I would say we kind of dominated the game. We had about, I think, 17 chances. I don't think there was many in terms of on target. Um, but Dundee United just, I don't know, they didn't seem that up for the match. They seemed quite happy. See, once we'd scored, they seemed quite happy to play for a draw. They weren't that bothered, whereas there's been all this talk about Dundee United being a great attacking side. Mm-hmm. They, they seemed to struggle against us, certainly. Um, don't, Mackay Stephen was enormous. He did nothing. I mean, Gold came on, didn't really do much. Um, they probably, I, they probably missed Chifty and Robertson, but at the same kind of aspect of that, we missed Paula and Hayes. So we were without our two most creative players. I would say both teams were without key players. Um, but Niall McGinn certainly celebrated when he scored his goal. That was a relief. Aye. Uh, yeah, I think good. there was a good element of relief in that rather than just wanting to get up bloody uh, later in because he, he certainly seemed to be Aye. a lot happier towards the Aberdeen fans than he did the, the, the travelling support. So. Good to see. It's good that because we can't just rely on Rooney scoring for the rest of the season. So if McGinn can get back in amongst the goals as well, then certainly there's kind of more confidence about certainly finishing second. Obviously, everyone's got as his favourites to finish second anyway, but you can't depend on one player scoring goals. Yeah. Um, so, aye, that was good. Right. So to look ahead at matches that are coming up, I thought I would fast forward a wee bit because knowing me, I'm going to forget it. But there is a cup final this coming weekend on Sunday. Uh, the the usual, well if you're going to pick a kickoff on a Sunday you go for the usual kickoff time don't you, which is 5 past 4 don't know why they chose that, but it's live on BBC Alba, it's Wraith Rovers against Rangers uh, Easter Road. It's better than 12.45 kickoff anyway. Aye. 
So that's a kind of standard, though, isn't it? Twelve forty-five, five past four. I don't know. No, when you're four cards. What's wrong with four? Take Glasgow from Aberdeen. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that uh, in terms of uh, travel, but uh, TV time five past four seems a bit strange. But I, I think it's going to be a, a real test for Rangers to to up their game against Wraith Rovers. We've seen them so often on the telly box, and we've seen them at Ibrox, and they, they just to say that they're poor is probably a a general summary, maybe a bit too general, but yeah, overall Rangers have been poor. They've been the, the lack of imagination, really. McCoyce doesn't really know how to change things. He very simple, give the ball to Mosny, and he just hoofs it up, and something maybe happens. If it doesn't happen, try it again. I think we'll see more of that at the, the cup final, but I just yeah, I can't call it. I, I think, on, on the other hand, Wraith Rovers aren't exactly in the greatest of form. Now, aside from their beating Hibs in the cup, they've kind of, they're about seventh in the league in the championship. They're only a couple of points ahead of Alwa, who they beat at the weekend there, and that was their first win since they beat Morton earlier this month. Another team who are struggling. But uh, like Wraith Rovers have lost to Hamilton, lost to Livingston. They're doing nothing each with Dundee, which is a reasonable result. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously lost to St Johnston in the Cup. Lost to Falkirk. They drew with Alwa last month. They drew with Dumbarton last month. Just... They, they're not exactly hitting great form. In fact, they, they barely scored a goal before they beat Hibs back last month. So, yeah. I mean, so the thing about Rangers again, is when you when you look at them, and, and I'll, I'll agree that they've been poor in general this season, but the key thing, and all that matters in football really, is that they've been winning, and they continue to win, and they've not been losing. So that might be, that might be enough. So what if they're poor if they win? I... I'm happy no, with that. I'm happy yeah. with victories. Uh, obviously, it'd been really nice to be watching sexy football. But winning cups, winning leagues, that's what matters at the end of the day. That's what's going to be remembered when you look back at the history books. And I think it'd be nice to add a trophy that we've only played in once before. It's, uh, somebody was we're discussing this at work and the guy was like, ah, you'd want to get uh, one up on Celtic who'd never won the, the <laughs> Challenge Cup. And... I think that we've got one up already because we've played in it and you haven't it. Aye. Aye. Right. <laughs> Celtic. You, you Celtic, know what? Celtic don't want to play in it. See the whole Rangers won the Cup Winners' Cup. That at Aye. least had a resemblance of uh, being impressive. Like, kind of, at least has a, some sort of comparison with Celtic winning the European Cup. Rangers won the Ramsden's Cup. I mean, chase yourself. No, come on, <laughs> come on. The Harry Ramsden's Cup's prestigious. Did you, did you grow up as a boy hoping Rangers would win this one day? I, it was a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. I, I thought I thought it was beyond us, to be honest. I didn't think it would be possible that Rangers would ever have a chance at winning the Challenge Cup. But look, it's silverware. Yeah. It's, it's part two of the treble. <laughs> <laughs> I think, go back to your point about the, the sexy football, which is a bit of a weird term. I always <laughs> thought it was. You've seen my signature on the, the, the forum. Yeah, that's, yeah, sexy, that's sexy football. I would agree with that. But no, I think as far as Rangers are concerned, get, grinding out results in Cups, yep, fine. It's all about that in the Cup games. Go and get the win. It doesn't matter how you get it. Seeing the league when you were running away with a thing in the first place, that's where you should be getting your sexy football. Just winning that league isn't really enough. You should be like when you earlier in the season when you were scalping teams, I bet it was far more enjoyable than your scraping victories over our broth and things like that. Oh, certainly, certainly, yes, yes. But when when I look back, it's still enjoyable to know that there's uh, they've had the unbeaten run, and that's if they if they complete that over the course of the season, over or the league campaign, that's going to be something that's going to be remembered, going to go down in history, and there's going to be a lot of enjoyment from that. It's not I just, I think I'll forget the, the moments when I sat and celebrating goals against teams. I'm shaking my head almost at myself for celebrating. I, th- I think I think it's to go in a, a league season unbeaten is impressive. It doesn't matter what division you're in. Now, I know things are weighted a lot in Rangers' favour in, in uh, the third tier, obviously, with the amount of money they can spend compared to the rest of the teams. And certainly they've looked that way a lot of the time but they've also looked as if they can, they're capable of dropping points they have dropped points it's not as if they've won every single game Correct, yep. but so to go completely unbeaten the entire season would be an impressive achievement there's no, there's no arguing that one I don't think 
Now, whether it's a, an achievement that we talked about for years to come, uh, maybe. I'd, I'd imagine it'll probably be forgotten in the, the, the mists of time when the Rangers are in the top flight and they've been there for a good while. Do you be but, a DVD, The Invincibles? Uh, I think there'll be a DVD because it'll uh, raise much-needed cash. But <laughs> I think, I th- yeah, yeah, I just think that the going unbeaten is, is, is a good record regardless of what division that's in. Because yeah. there's many teams in, in the, the top tier have played the lower league opposition and been beaten in cups over the years, uh, struggled to get past them. It's, it shows that it's not as easy as some people think. Over the course of X amount of games over the, the league, yeah, you're going to win the majority if you've got that gulf in finances. But to keep grinding out results, especially when Rangers have been playing so poorly, I think it's it's good. Well, you don't have to look back to last season to see that in action because I know Rangers were still tied with the the transfer ban and stuff, but they they still had a far superior squad to anybody else. It was in third tier, oh, definitely the, the fourth tier. Sorry, but did they win every game? No. Nope. Did they did they even go undefeated? No. Nope. Not even close. No. You're right. So yeah, it's that that proves what can happen. And there's still a few games to go. There's there's no reason Rangers are going to win all of those games. I'd be surprised if they don't now, but you never know. Yep, anything can happen. I mean, you could have somebody sent off for a goal scoring opportunity in five minutes, and yes. you spend eighty-five minutes a game uh, into ten men, which is always difficult. Are you I'd talking about money a on game it? There, no, Van Dijk was sent off for about over twelve minutes. Ah, uh, yeah, wasn't far <laughs> off five minutes. Yeah. But yeah, but, I mean, even like you know for yourself, you know that game, Aberdeen sat back. Celtic, if they'd managed to get that back to two each, it wouldn't have been too much a surprise the way the game went. Ah, uh, as I said that after the week after that game. Uh, first half we took advantage of the man advantage and then the second half it looked as if Celtic had the 11 men and we had the 10 because yeah. we just sat back in our lead yeah, but... so, hi, sometimes that happens it happened when we played Celtic in the, the Scottish Cup Celtic were the better team with uh, fewer men yeah but uh, anyway so uh, the Ramsey Cup final on Sunday I'll definitely be watching it but it's just a shame it's on BBC Alba and I'll not understand anything that they're saying where's it, just... where's it getting played at? Easter Road Easter Road or Easter Road Yep. Is it, a, is it a sellout or? I didn't. I didn't even try for tickets myself, oh. uh, so I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Right. So we've got loads of games coming up in the Premiership to predict. We've got games on Tuesday, April Fool's Day, which is tomorrow. We've got Inverness against Motherwell. I'm going to go straight in with an away victory. Two oh. 0 Yeah, I'm going away victory as well. I'm going to say two one. Um. Uh, see on that who scored.com know that I think this will happen, but it's shown that Motherwell have conceded at least three goals in their last four away matches in the Premier League. Is that right? No, I wouldn't doubt them. At least three in every game. Huh? In their last four games away from home. I don't know about that. That's just kind of a right show. I don't know. I'm just trying to see myself. I'm just oh. trying to think of who they played. Who they played recently. I know. I, I mean, obviously they were at home there on the weekend, but I can't remember them playing. Well, 3 0 St. Johnson. Uh, three each against Hibs. Three one done United. Three 0 Celtic. Huh? There you go. Uh, then. Okay, fair enough. But I can't. But saying that, I can't see anybody scoring three goals. No. Um, no, I haven't said that. Hibs managed to get three goals against them. Hibs are rotten. Aye, there is that. <laughs> right, what are you going for, John? Off. Oh, let's go for a two all draw. Then on Wednesday we've got Hearts versus Aberdeen. I think I'm going to go for an away victory. Aberdeen, I'm going to go three 0 I'm going to back Hearts to keep this going just a wee bit longer. I'm going to say 2-1 Hearts. Because oh. been, you know why? Because they've been able to beat Aberdeen this season. Uh, well, no, not just this season. We've got a dreadful record against Hearts. Yeah. Oh, did, um, like, Aberdeen have had a really good season, but the Hearts have been their bogey team. Uh, Hearts in Ross County, we don't like playing them much either. Dingwall. Um, but uh, there's quite a few of the boys and our supporters club are going to it. Um, certainly for a midweek game, it's quite a high number. Uh, I think that we can send Hearts down. I will go for a 2-1 victory for Aberdeen. What did you go for, Chris? 2-1 Hearts. 2-1 Hearts. I've just noticed a stat here that Hearts have scored at least two goals in their last five home matches against Aberdeen in all competitions. They've scored at least two goals. You know what? I'm sticking with 2-1 then. <laughs> Where did you get that stat from? I can't tell you. Why can you not tell us? Whoscored.com. Right. Oh, I've only got a few facts coming up. Ah, you need to click on the match. Aye. Oh, I like that, can I? 
Right, so we've got Ross County against Inverness. It's on BT1, oh, 7.45 yep. Good stuff. Friday night kickoff. Right, ho- hopefully it's good though. Hopefully. Uh, it's not always been, but hopefully. Uh, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. I'm going to go with a cracker here. I'm going to say 3-1 Ross County. 3-1 Ross County. Um, do, 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 do. I'm just... Had a wee click on the game, let's see. I'll go for... No, I'm not going for a cracker. I'm going for a boring 0-0 Paul Band. Oof. Paul Band. He's back on the forum. Aye. Out in another forum. Shocking. I thought it was a blog he was doing. Is that a blog? It's a blog. Aye, right. Oh. Right then, on Saturday, we've got a lunchtime kick-off. Sky Sports 3, 12.45, Dundee United against Celtic. I think I'm going to go for a, a Celtic victory, but I think it's going to be a close one. I'm going to go 1-2. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with as well. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one as well. Celtic to win, just so that Dundee United stay further away from us. Um, I'll go for a big, go- big, big scoring game. I'm going for four-two to Celtic. <laughs> you need to check what odds you're going to get on that, John. Ah, I might stick a wee bit on it, no, but see, one-two, two out of the last three games that Celtic have played at Tanner they've scored four goals. Mhm. Mhm. And yep. actually, one. Another one was one nil. Four out of the last six games, Celtic have scored at least four goals against Dundee United. Aye, aye. Well, they can be they can be picked out when United uh, deciding to go attacking. So it really depends how McNamara sets them up. Yeah, uh, the downside of their style of play, which they don't mind too much because they they score so often. I think yeah. Dundee United are better when they try and have a go as opposed to when they sit back. They just they're not. I don't know. They just not as good. I don't think when they sit back. I think the problem is that Celtic are winding down for the season now, so that, they'll be done. <laughs> Dundee United have still got things to play for this season, so mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, I'm, I'm saying two one Celtic in this, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dundee United get something out of it at least, at least a point, maybe three. Oh, I know Powell's act. Lionel Rest is full team or something like that. <laughs> Played under 17s. Well, I mean, we, we still be thinking about the hundred points. It, it was good. Oh, I, I'm. Looking forward to seeing uh, Celtic playing a few of the boys because we played uh, Owen O'Connell at the back yeah. against Ross County. William Henderson's played the last two games as well. It's just good just to see them. It'd be good if we get Darnell Fisher back. At, I don't know where he is at the moment. I don't know, he must be injured because we seem to be playing Effie Ambrose at right back at the weekend. Though, so. Was it Her- Was that a boy Heron as well on the bench? Heron was on the bench and Marcus Fraser as well. I've only ever seen him once. Ah, in Europe. Uh, in Wasn't Europe. Uh, he, came, he came off the bench in Europe. In the Europa League a few seasons ago. I was 17 years old. Did, really well. Did really well that night. Looked, looked promising. That'll be good. He's been injured a while, so it'll be good if we get him a wee, a wee game or two. And uh, Philip Twardzik, he's he's back fit again finally. He's been out about 18 months, so it'll be good if he could get a game as well. So there's a few there's a few of the boys that I'd quite like to see getting a game. So next game up is Kelly against St Johnson, and this is really where stats fall over because. In the last six St. Johnson games, there's been under two and a half goals. But in the last four Kilmarnock games, there's been over two and a half goals. So you can't really take any out for those two stats. Mm. Unless, unless you're going to take that there's going to be two and a half goals exactly. That's what I'm going to go for. Two and a half goals to be scored. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I'll give you odds of whatever you like on that one. All right, what we'll do is we'll discuss this after the podcast. I'm going to go one-two. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the average work properly. I'm gonna go two 0 St Johnson. <laughs> uh, I think Kilmarnock will win. St Johnson aren't that great away from home. I will go and Kelly are fighting to avoid the playoff spot, so I shall go for one 0 Kilmarnock. One 0 Kilmarnock. Then we've got Partick Thistle against Hearts. I think I'm gonna go for a home victory here. I'm gonna go one 0 uh, aye, I think this will be the if Hearts can somehow get through the Aberdeen game with a win I think this will be the game that kills it this will be the, I'm going to go with probably one each I'll go for two all next game is St Mirren against Motherwell this is probably a game St Mirren aren't confident of getting anything from but anything they do get will be a, a good bonus going into the split 
think they're going to come out. I think they're going to score, but I think Motherwell's going to score more. I'm going to go 3-1 to Motherwell. Uh, I'll go 2-1, Motherwell. Mm. I shall go for... Mm. Let's see. I'll, I'm going for a wee interest at the end of the season. St Mirren to win 2-1. Right. I think on Monday we've got Hibs against Aberdeen it's on BT1 7.45 kick off I think Hibs are going to have a long time to think about the the game at the weekend there I think they're going to be dwelling on that a bit too much and I think the heads are going to be down Butcher's not work. It's not working out for him at the moment I don't think that he's going to get anything from this game either I think Aberdeen are going to win. There's going to be more scarves on the pitches. I think I'm going to go for an emphatic 3-0 Aberdeen. Oof, uh, I wouldn't bet Aberdeen beating MD 3-0. I'm going to say 2-0. No, we only, we only won recently by one goal. I'm going for if we won the to Aberdeen. I'm, I'm, I'm saying 2-0 Aberdeen because Hibs are rotten. But I agree with your start about Aberdeen only winning by a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this case, Hibs are rubbish. You wonder, you wonder whether Terry Butcher is starting to regret the fact he moved from Inverness. No, I, I I just think he needs time. I, I think Hibs have got potential, but he needs he needs to rebuild that team for the ground up. I think it's just a shambles. It's been a shambles with Colin Calderwood. It was a shambles with Pat Stanton. It's just it's just Pat Stanton. What's his name? Pat Fenlon. Pat Fenlon. I was thinking that. I'm thinking. No, I was I was thinking ahead. To it. I was thinking ahead to myself. Like the only guy I've seen play for them recently is any good. Sam Stanton. Sam Stanton. I. And even he was alright at the weekend. There wasn't anything special. Aye. Uh, yeah, Harris, the rest of that team Harris is alright. He's he's just having a lull. We'll ah, yeah. Harris season. was injured for a while. I think was the problem. So yes. he's he's slowly coming back. He's 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 certainly a good one. But I think he needs a bit of time. Probably needs a pre-season under his belt. Might just be worth seeing next season. See that James Collins though. Rubbish. <laughs> that's what? what I was about to say. See that see shot he had at the end of the first half. He blazed over a bar. Even I couldn't have done that. See what I don't understand though. I thought see when they signed Paul Heffernan, I thought that's a pretty decent signing. Kind of, he had an alright record at Kilmarnock, but I don't know whether he's injured or what, or what, I don't know. Yeah, I was surprised that uh, Kilmarnock let him go. I oh, think well. he's a really good, uh, I'll say, SPL striker, because that's where he's shown uh, most of his qualities, but I think he's a good top-flight striker. Ah, yes. I guess probably because Boyd football. was going to be first choice. Maybe and that was it. They maybe only, like, he was maybe told, like, you're not going to be guaranteed first choice, and he was only like, well, for one now. Aye. So, right, well, that's, done. that's done for the predictions. Uh, I don't know if there's anything jumped out from the discussions here, but there's nothing I can see that really jumps out. Uh, Celtic beating Dundee United, but I don't think we'll get very good odds on that. Uh, Aberdeen beating Hibs, but then that's. that's uh, John only went uh, for 1 0. What about Celtic and Dundee United over two and a half goals? Uh, maybe. Because they both like to score goals, certainly. Aye, right, okay. I'll have a I don't know if it'll be great odds, but. Um, I think that we're trying to just go for easy games. Aye, yeah. but I think it could be an alright shout. Alright, for the 90 minutes, I've got 13 to 20. That great, is it? Right, great. What's Aberdeen to win? Against who? Hubs. Aberdeen oh, against Hubs. 23 to 20. I'm liking that. Classic. I'm liking that as well. Yeah. Right. It does mean we won't know if the bet does until Monday. Unless Aye. it scuppers it before then. But I'm Aye, assuming we're gonna, we'll be doing the podcast a wee bit later next week. Aye, yeah, immediately yeah. after the game. So that could be a good way of doing it. Is that on BT Sport next Monday? It is BT1, yep. Oh, I need to go to the pub for that or something. No, I can because the pub's basically I can I could throw a tennis ball at it. I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're going to run home that, afterwards? That's how far it is. So I'd basically just watch the game. I'd be up. I don't worry about that. Right. I was having a wee bit... I was doing a wee bit of research before I came on. And Livingston are away to Morton. Morton lost six out of the last six. Right. Livingston did lose against Dumbarton weekend there, but they, they won the, the games two games prior to that. Livingston are 23-20. to 20. Yep, I would agree with that as well because Livingston are pushing for the. They're trying to catch Queen of the South in the playoff spots. 
So that would be a good, du- that'd be a good double then. That double returns £46.22. But I was also going to add in another one. Oh. Right. Well, well you can tell me what you think. Stenhouse Muir at home to Arbroath. Right. Arbroath's ah, lost right. the last three games. Arbroath bottom of the table. Stenhouse Muir have won three out of the last six. They're, they're sitting mid table. But Stenhouse Muir at home are 19 to 20. Ah, and they just beat Ayr at the weekend as well. So it's whether you want to be greedy, I'll call it. It's whether you want to get your balls out on the table and just say, let's get out there. <laughs> That's, that returns £90.14. An answer to earlier question, Stennis Muir won away to Air United at the weekend. So, aye. Aye, I we'll, just said that, Chris. Aye, aye, aye. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> right, we'll go with that then. Aberdeen, Livingston, Stennis Muir. 23 20, 23 20 and 19 to 20. See, let me see. Aye, aye. Do you think we should maybe play anything safe and go like double chance on any of them? No, just go with the ones. Just go with the, <laughs> just go with go with the ones. Right. Just because they're all quite good odds. They are. They are good aye, odds. It's, it's three good games, I think. I think there's good choices in there. Oh. Right, that's what we'll go for then. The £10 charity bet, courtesy McBookie, is going to be on Rory Lawyer's first scorer for Falkirk and then a treble of Aberdeen, Livingston and Stennis Muir yep. which returns £90.14 Scrap the £300 targets £400 will not go aye. on I want it Yeah, if that comes in Aye, too low aye, aye. £90.14 on that treble If we get the 90 quid back then aye, 400 quid's aye, We've still got a good few weeks by the way Aye, that's what I mean <coughs> Aye, aye. Right, I wanted to we got to the end and there's uh, often a wee bit of random chat. So there was something I wanted to bring up about Mother's Day. Oh. Uh, obviously, that was yesterday. And uh, I bought something for the kids to give to my wife as a gift. But then also my father-in-law bought my uh, my wife a gift. And yeah. I think that... I've made That's a weird family you've got. She... <laughs> <laughs> obviously from the kids. Uh, oh, right, right. And I think I've made it clear that I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, and he got her a gift of a Celtic dressing gown and Celtic slippers. <laughs> yeah, it's real point. Uh, it's, it's just no fair, is it? Did you know, say before, though, your, Celtic, your wife's kind of a Celtic fan? She is. She used to go to the games uh, uh, with her dad. Uh, so I had, to, I had to start singing with my son. When she got that, I was singing to my son, uh, Rangers forever, Celtic in the river. Oh, dear. That's, that's terrible. That's the that's well that's the playground song. He's told me that before, but oh. the way he told me it was Rangers that were in the river. So oh, I changed yes. it round, and he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know. Does your boy support a team yet, or is he bored? No, no, he doesn't. No. Take him to Stirling Albion. Play it safe. He's ah, he's no. See, I've not tried to sway him towards Aye. Rangers, other than telling them that Celtics in the river. Aye, so. Bye. Yeah, uh, no, I don't want to sway him because I know that Shelley will. Try and swim as well. Yeah, maybe like Aberdeen this season, you know. What age is he? Seven. Seven, aye. Like if we win a couple of cups, you'll be like seeing us celebrating. I think what age are I think I was about seven when I started sport Aberdeen. I think I was eight. about nine when I started sport Aberdeen. Right. Aye, <laughs> what age was it? 86 but, cup final. Aye, I would have been seven. What was that game you used for? We beat Hearts, you know. Could, if you didn't lose at Ibrox, you'd have won the league. Oh, what was that, 91? 91. Uh, Aye, I, was let's not talk I, was, I was nearly 10. Right. Aye, let's just not talk about that game too much. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely supported Aberdeen that day. <laughs> that was a bad day. Bad day. Aye, that, so that, that, that was a previous season, wasn't it? It was not long before the Champions League was starting because it started in 92 93. Mm-hmm. So, right. Anything else you want to discuss before we finish the podcast? Oh, I think the wrestling chat is. Not happening anymore. Uh, well, WrestleMania's coming up. That is coming up after that. Surely we'll be talking about it next week. We can talk about the wonders of WrestleMania. Uh, no, 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 next week because I won't have seen it by then. No, we need What's happening? Watch. What's that? WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Aye, it's not this weekend, but is it? Aye. I thought it <laughs> was. It? Sunday. I'm fairly sure it's this weekend, though. Aye, late better. Sunday, so. Aye. I need to make sure and pay for that and watch it. Aye, if I'm, uh, that's exactly I'll what I'll be doing, John. I'll be paying for that because it's on Skybox office, so I'll be paying for that if I watch yeah. it. Wizzywig.com. Uh, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> can can you see me winking when on the podcast? 
don't know. Oh, let me see. I'm at, oh, I'm at off next Monday. See the last, where was it? Royal Rumble, man. I got right into watching that. I was getting my chicken. I was like thinking I was in America. I had my chicken, my fried chicken and all that. My beers in. Oh, it was brilliant. I was just by myself as well. It was quite sad. But it was, it was good. So we'll maybe mention that in two weeks' time because I'll have seen it by next Monday. Right, but thanks for coming on, guys. You you put in more an effort than Greg. That's not hard. <laughs> right, but thanks for coming on, guys, and I'll speak to you next week. Oh, yes, I'm off on Monday. <laughs> right, and then we'll, 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 we'll what have you going to do, on, brother? We'll have an update on John's holidays next week as well. I think John's going to be sitting there on his... Uh... Is there anyone out for himself? How do you know I'm in Holland? Is John is John is John 316 sign sitting in the living room? Ah, John 316 sign. Oh, I can't maybe say I was in Holland. Right, but thanks, guys. Now, thanks for listening. I'll speak to you next week. See you later. Cheers. Bye.